Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Foodjot.com. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Number two at Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. As the custom holds forth, today is the Bud Light Little Blue Book Day. Uh, by the way, $829.60. Now, Trey, what would you do with $829.60? Hmm. What would, what would I do you, with $829.60? What would you like to buy me? Yeah, I guess I would probably buy something for somebody else, right? That's the oh, 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 you wouldn't really? buy me something. Wow. Goodness. I'd take care of Christmas. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Randy already has his Texas Ranger hat from the World Series, so he there's nothing he needs. Yeah. <laughs> You're all set, Randy? Yeah. yeah he's set. You got the winner, too. Thing. Yeah, it's got the World Series logo on the side of the hat yeah. and everything. Yeah. See, everybody always called you. You're a Yankees fan. Everybody said you always pick the winners. And here you go once again. Well, you have to put everything into the right perspective. I am there with a group of six other individuals. Three of them were devout Texas fans, Ranger fans. And uh, you get caught up in the moment, and um, they said, let's go get a hat. Let's go get a hat. We all got to get a hat. Well, what am I supposed to do? No, I'm a, par- a hat. I'm a party pooper. I'm not going. I protest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Peer pressure well, will do that to you. Yeah. The peer way pressure. you were talking about mm-hmm. the prices of everything there, you might have oh spent eight hundred and forty dollars on the hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There was a jacket I wanted, but when I turned over the price of the jacket, I thought, Woo! That would be a nice Christmas right there into it. So, okay, we get detracted. We get sidetracked. Uh this is the bloodline little blue book. Uh, $829.60. You can enter by way of the Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback, the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, my email, randyart1037thebuzz.com. You can call in and trade the tiebreaker today. Now, Queen Grove, he came up with this one. He's, he's, he's done good. This is our second tiebreaker uh, by Quinn. Number of Florida turnovers. He thinks that's going to be the key is getting to get the Gators to turn the ball over to help the Arkansas offense. It's a good one. Um, hmm, okay. So, let's see. Florida turns the ball over. They have lost they don't turn it seven over turnovers this year. Yeah, two interceptions. They must have lost five fumbles. Yeah. Marsh just has two. So, I'm going to go with one turnover. Okay. For Florida. All right. And my score prediction is kind of similar. I think the defense will do enough to give Arkansas a chance to win. But until, you know, we see this offense, I just expect them to uh, uh, do enough for Arkansas to lose. So, I'm going to go with Florida 27-21. 27-21. And I saw, by the way, I saw on the Bet Saracen line, it was down to five and a half. Wow. So, the, so the money's going for Arkansas right now. Yeah. Yeah. Does that kind of surprise you? Does me. Mm, 
I don't know. I'm not the best gambler, so I'm not either. I don't know. No, you're right about that. Well, I don't know if it'll make any difference, but Florida's best tackler is out of the game. Yeah, the linebacker for the the season. Sherman Jones. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's gone. Yeah, man, uh, dislocated kneecap. That one's got to hurt. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's out. And, uh, you know, Florida's offensive line, I think Arkansas's defensive front will give them some problems. Uh, you know, it, what's interesting, you think Florida and, you know, being in the Sunshine State and all the talent that's down there, they don't have a single starter on their offensive line who is a 24-7 sports composite four-star recruit. Now, they've got some guys that were a four-star on this service or that service. But when you combine the you know the industry average, there's not a single one. I thought that was really interesting. Their center is probably their most experienced player. He's been banged up quite a bit this season. He's only played in three games. So I think that could be a matchup that Arkansas could exploit. Really, the defensive front uh, overall, and you know they've got some playmakers. Obviously, um, they got a freshman wide receiver who's really good. And as we said, Mertz. You know, Graham Mertz. When they signed him uh, out of the transfer portal from Wisconsin, I was just thinking, big whoop. So what, they went and got a you know a standard Big Ten quarterback. But he is playing way better than he ever did at Wisconsin. I think his best efficiency rating was like 135 at Wisconsin. He's at like 165 right now, which is, just to put it in perspective, that's what K.J. Jefferson has been. That's among you know the best efficiency ratings any Arkansas quarterback's ever had. So uh, he's been very efficient, not – an exceptional deep ball guy, but a guy who can spread it around and, um, you know, is very accurate on the short and intermediate throws. Uh, but I think Arkansas can give them a little trouble, but the defense isn't. The defense versus their offense isn't the story here. I think Arkansas's defense should play well. They have in all but probably two quarters this whole year. Uh, so the question for Arkansas is uh, can they get their offense going? Uh, can they capitalize on what the defense should be able to give them? And that's maybe a reasonable amount of points given up. So um, until we see that happen, it's hard to predict it. This is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback from Barry. He says, Do these people actually think we can go to the swamp? And score 20-plus points when we couldn't score more than three at home? Yeah, they, well, they do. Scored. That's why they're guessing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they put up 31. Hey, maybe there's a pick six in there. <laughs> Arkansas yeah. is one of the best turnover-forcing teams in the SEC. Uh, so maybe there's a, maybe a special team. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't. They obviously played their worst football um, against Mississippi State just – that was the real – it's all been disappointing, but to come home against a team like Mississippi State, it's not very good, and just completely lay an egg like they did on offensively was just uh, – I mean, that's why you have mid-season firings. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Guys, when's a mid-season firing happened at coordinator, at either coordinator position for Arkansas? Wow. You guys remember that ever happened? Maybe never. No, I don't remember I don't that. Remember so, that. but uh, when you have when you have a performance like that, it certainly warrants a, a firing in the middle of the season. And yeah, it's, I mean, we've seen them produce more points though on offense than they yes. did. So, mm-hmm. in every game but that one, <laughs> every game but that one. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. All right, Trey, I've got a email that Karen sent and she says I'm a long time listener have a question for Trey do the football coaches have an open door to all players if they do my question is you know if KJ or any of the players talk to coach Pittman about issues with the offense before the firing I know it's water under the bridge now but this has been on my mind since the loss to BYU well, I think there's definitely been those discussions and concerns and stuff. I think it's the timing of it all. You know, you look to bounce back and get back home and, and maybe get something put together. And, you know, as Pittman said, he's talked to Enos about some of the things that they're calling on offense, like, you know, moving the pocket. We talked about that so much. And then they throw 29 passes from the pocket, you know. And, you know, some of the things that we've seen them do in practice and they don't implement in the game at all. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would. I know that they have 
Pittman has open door policy. He's going to let you know KJ Jefferson and him are going to talk. You know he's not shutting out his quarterback, and if KJ's got concerns, he's going to talk. But you know you have to think about the timing of everything. Also, um, obviously with the you know. They've scored 20 points in every game so far, right, 20 or more uh, until this last one. Uh, so the timing of everything happening plus having a bye week, you know, I think it makes more sense to – usually when you see firings like that, it, it comes on a bye week. Uh, Who likes the World Series? Yeah, well, I got a, I got a picture. <laughs> I was trying to save it and uh, didn't realize it had audio that was attached to it. So, anyway, uh, that's why that – that's why you heard the background. You're not even listening to me, are you, Randy? You just yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. I, I was, you know, I'm thinking all that you said. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line. This from J.K. He says, I can't get in to call my daughter. Said today, Rocket Sanders saga plays out like Agatha Christie mystery. Will he play or not? It's a good question. Sam Pittman's a very honest person when he deals with us, except for when it comes to injuries, uh, and that's just kind of the nature of the business. You know, just not going to be very forthcoming. And uh, so Sa- Rocket Sanders is practicing. What does that mean? Is he jogging up and down the <laughs> sideline? You know, we don't know because this is the first time in Sam Pittman's uh, tenure as, as head coach that we haven't been able to watch a game week practice. It's the first time ever. So, uh I, your guess would be as good as mine on that. I'm kind of thinking maybe he will play. How much? Who knows? Does he get in for a couple? You know, is it a, is it a seven carry game or is it a you know 17 carry game? Hopefully it's the latter. But um, you know, when you have knee injuries and you know the knee injury that it, it seems like it's with him. You know, you usually think about six weeks or so, and he's had some time off and some time to recover, and hopefully he'll be back out there. I don't know why he would start practicing if he has no intention of coming back to the team at some point. All right, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. J.J. here. Since Enos has been relieved from the program, what are the chances that has to produce, I mean to transfer, higher since there is a chance the next coordinator does not run that scheme, specifically lots of 12 personnel? Well, I would assume that Sam Pittman's going to hire a coordinator that's going to utilize his best weapons, and Luke Haz is definitely one of those. I don't think that's going to be an issue. This next if Haz or... transfers, I think it would be, or any player transfers, it probably be due to a, any key player, I should say, it would probably be to, uh, due to a coaching change. In the head position or just in yeah, general? head position. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the staff, I mean, he yeah, I think I, let go. Yeah. Nine of the ten guys are definitely going to be gone also. I, I don't think we take in consideration sometimes when everyone is screaming for the for the head to roll. I mean, there's going to be repercussions, and you're going to lose some players, and some may say, good riddance. But uh, Yeah. And, you know, when you have a coaching change, like most of the time there's going to be, when you, especially when a coach is popular among his players, you know, there's going to be, uh, if it comes to that, there'd be a lot of attrition. Um, but there have been examples. Somebody pointed this out to me on our message board of, you know, teams that did have coaching changes and um, things worked out really well. Sonny Dykes would be the prime example of that. You know, he was in his first year at TCU. Kerry Patterson was there forever, and he came in and worked the transfer portal, and um, you know, they won 13 games. Mm-hmm. All right, Trey. Here's another question for you from our. I think that's an outlier, an outlier situation. Though. Yeah, it's from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. If we lose out, should Pippa not get a freebie? Uh, the man has taken us to three straight bowl games and one bad season. He is out. No one will want to coach here if we have no stability. Firing a coach every four years isn't a good look to me. It's not. It's not. It wouldn't be the ideal situation, um, you know. You, but everybody knows how people will react if Arkansas is like three and nine this season. Mm-hmm. It'll just be, you know, the off season. You know how the off season will be. You know. Um, so, yeah. Ideally, Pittman put something together, and you know, I think it also matters how they lose. Do they? Is this going to be a team that just lets go of the rope? 
Right. You know, you know, or when they're out of bowl eligibility, you just completely quit. And then you're just like, well, what is there to salvage at that point? You know, if the, te- if the team has quit believing and quit fighting for the coach. That hasn't happened yet, um, especially on defense. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, it's no, it's not ideal to change coach. What is ideal is to, you know, have a program that's performing well enough that, you know, eventually you pass it on to the next guy on your staff and the coach retire. I think that's what Pittman, I know that's what Pittman wants. I know that's what he wants to do because he's got, you know, 65 people that work up there under him uh, that, you know, he's interested in their job and, you know, wants to get the program, mm-hmm. wants to leave a legacy, wants to live in this state when he's finished coaching. Um, so, yeah, I know exactly what Sam Pittman wants um, for this program and, and we'll see how it shakes out. But, no, it's not – in this climate, it's not ideal to – I mean, again, you fire – if Pittman gets fired, you know, 2020 – if he's retained, 2024 may be a struggle. Who knows? But if he's not, then it's almost certainly going to be a struggle because you're going to have so much uh, so much attrition, so much turnover, and, you know, and then you run into the issue of, you know, putting a recruiting class together that will probably be ranked in the – 50s or so because you have such a quick turnaround you're going to lose a lot of guys that are committed to you and then it just starts that cycle all over again and then you know when those guys get to be red shirt juniors and seniors like the 2020 group was when Pittman came in you know there'll be like a couple of guys left like there are right now and which should be you know a group that should be like the backbone of your team isn't that where on the other hand Trey not quite like Deion Sanders but maybe you just have to exclusively build out of the transfer portal if it got down to that particular yeah. point. Yeah, in a way. And, uh, you know, that's definitely a unique situation with, you know, Deion Sanders' name recognition and mm-hmm. and everything that he did at Colorado. But, I mean, Colorado's 4-4 four and four right now, you know. And, and I know that's, what, three more games than they won all yes, of last year. Correct. But, you know, it's not it's not setting the world on fire necessarily aside from all the publicity they've gotten. Uh, Trey, this uh, from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback, J.D. He raises an interesting question. What's up with Nudie? Uh, Pittman said he could have played last game. He has been our best corner. One of the more confusing statements I've heard from Pittman. Yeah. I hmm. don't. I don't understand it. Uh, hmm. And I saw him down there at Mississippi State warm-ups, and, you know, usually you see, like a lot of times, a quarterback, if a quarterback's concussed the week before, you'll see him get out there and warm up and go through pregame and all that stuff and maybe try to throw the other team off a little bit. Is he going to play or not? Uh, but we saw, I remember that with Tyler Wilson, for example. Uh, but they don't take contact. And McLaughlin was down there, you know, doing wrap-up drills, you know, clicking helmets and stuff and you don't do that if you uh you still have you know you're still going through concussion protocol so that led me to believe and i think i tweeted it out you know hey look you know mclaughlin's good to go he's going to play i never would have thought he wouldn't play just to do the coach's choice i mean he's he's got a chance to be drafted yeah exactly (laughs) at the same time it's not like the defense really suffered that much they gave up seven points so but um yeah i mean I think there's probably got to be something else going on there. Maybe he didn't want to discuss. I don't know. Something, surely. It didn't make any sense that, you know, maybe your best. It's not like he's your sixth best corner. Or, heck, they played, you know, four corners. So, I mean, it's not like he's like that far down the list all of a sudden. Or, what is it, Wally Pipped? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to, that's not happening. So, I don't know. i got to believe something else is going on. I just don't know what it is. And he kind of said it uh, almost sarcastically, the way he responded. Like, I I don't know. It's like there was something going on between he and Nudie, and and, uh, uh, he didn't just play a minute or two. He didn't play at all. And he made made the point to to say, basically, okay, he 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 was ready to go. He was ready to play. But he didn't get to play. Maybe uh, he wasn't cleared to play until, like, the Friday before or something. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, this from our uh, Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This question is for Trey. This is from the 501. Uh, do you think we are facing a mass exodus of players to the portal next year? What about K.J. Jefferson? Well, uh 
if Pittman is retained, I think, yes, you'll have players leave. I don't think a mass exodus um, on the level that we saw last year. I don't think you'll see quite that. But you're going to see players leave every year. It's just the way it is now. Um, you know, last year for the two dozen players that left, you know, there's probably four or five, probably five that you'd say, man, that, that stinks. Mm-hmm. That, guy's, you know, that guy could help them. Um, I think they upgraded their roster. If you take the guys that left and the guys they brought in, I think it's pretty obvious that they upgraded the roster as much as everybody was freaking out when it was all happening <laughs> when they were leaving uh, before they started bringing guys into the fold. Uh, but, yeah, you'll have players leaving. I think if, you know, if, if Pittman is let go after the season, then you're going to see um, you know, probably a mass exodus of players. Uh, and it depends on who they bring in, obviously. It's not just like cut and dry, no matter who comes in. They may bring in, you know, a guy that really resonates with the offensive players or the defensive players or whatnot. So you never know exactly. You may have guys enter the portal and come back out of the portal. Who knows? Um, as far as KJ, the, you know, just the way he talks, um, you know, about like it's disappointing to be in this situation in my senior year. Um, I can remember – a couple of years ago at the Outback Bowl practices, talking to him, and he said, yeah, I feel like I need to come back for another year. And that was after his redshirt sophomore year, you know, and he's been back two years since then. And I always kind of point to Jaden Hazelwood as a guy that came to Arkansas. No matter what happened, he was going pro, you know, even though he probably would have made a little more money and uh, maybe helped his draft stock if he had come back. Well, I say that. Maybe not. <laughs> That's the way the offense has been. But, uh, you know, uh, I think he had it in his mind that he was going pro. And, you know, he didn't get drafted. He's on Philly's practice squad making, what, I think $211,000 to be on the practice squad. So, um, yeah, I think players just maybe get it in their head that that's what they're going to do, and and they do it, you know, no matter what. So I'm not expecting KJ to be back. Long story. I agree. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy. Bye, guys. Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Ricker Service Company. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Register and make your picks now for the Bud Light SEC Pick'em Challenge. Go online at 1037thebuzz.com and pick the team you think will win each week for your chance to win. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. Land specialist Mike Poor at Whitetail Properties Real Estate chose forestry as his profession and has been a registered forester for over 30 years. As an accredited land consultant, Mike speaks land. He can help buyers like you find attributes on property that you might have overlooked or not fully understood. He also knows how to market property and negotiate transactions by understanding the needs of each party and providing solutions by being innovative, creative, and diligent. Call Mike Poor today at 501-428-7177. Whitetail Properties Get big savings and big rewards during Provember at Lowe's. Right now, MVPs members earn three times the bonus points on DeWalt products and save $200 on a DeWalt sliding compound miter saw. Plus, earn three times the bonus points on Little Giant products and save $70 on a Little Giant multi-position 14-foot ladder. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Valid through 1122. The glory and the greatness are only a few days away. The 40th running of the Breeders' Cup World Championships at Santa Anita is finally here. The ultimate racing showdown that every owner, trainer, and jockey around the globe has in their sights. With $31 million in purses and awards, there's a lot at stake, but only the best will claim the coveted title of world champion. Coverage begins Friday, November 3rd on USA and continues Saturday, November 4th on USA and NBC. Visit BreedersCup.com to learn more. 
Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Come and get them. That is the call tonight, tonight only, the Thursday night special at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. It is the prime rib special. Go get mama. Go get the gang. Head out to the Riverfront Steakhouse because you buy one, you get one free. That's simple. Prime rib, folks. Prime rib, 12 ounces, plus a mountain of mashed potatoes. All for just twenty nine seventy five. That means about fifteen bucks a person. Doesn't get much better than that. And if you want the salad bar, tack on just six dollars more. Now you got to make a reservation right now. Shapur is standing right there at the front door. He's waiting to greet you. The doors are open. They're taking reservations. You need to make one now. But good. Golly, Miss Molly, prime rib special, 12 ounce, plus a mountain of mashed potatoes for $29.75. Buy one, get one free. It don't get no better than that. So, dial 371-9000. 371-9000. Put 501 in front of it. For reservations now, tonight only, Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock, Come and get them. That is the prime rib special. 12-ounce mashed taters. I think I'm going to put my reservation in the next break and go get me some of that prime rib. All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. I'm hoping we are joined by the one and only Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. Is that you, Chris? It is. Your wish has been granted, Randy. Hey, I'm glad it is because the first question is, will Sunday's yeah, game? Be- football, no, will will, will Sunday's game between Dallas and Philadelphia determine the which Super team Bowl. will go to the Super Bowl? I think Sunday's game will determine who wins the division. Um, mm. I think it's a uh, going to be obviously a hotly contested game, um, and I do think it will um, be determinative of who ends up. Uh, winning that division. I think both teams will go to playoffs. Um, ESPN released their analytics today that I think the Cowboys had a 78% chance of making the playoffs, and the Eagles have a 88% or 89% chance of making the playoffs. And so I do think both teams will make the playoffs, uh, but I think it goes a long way to determining the winner of that division. Well, they play, they'll play again, right? So it's, so they they do have two games against each other, don't they? Correct, yeah. They, everybody in the division will play two games so against each other. So whoever wins... Sunday, they could still get a. The losers could still get a split. Yep. 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 But do you think Dak Prescott's not exactly the best best quarterback on the road? Do you think he can be better than Jalen Hurts Sunday? You know, the one thing I would say, Eagles have a good defense, but I think the defensive nod goes to the Cowboys this year. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys are playing really, really good, which could affect your question, Rick. Who who plays better? I mean, I think. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a tougher time against the Cowboys' defense 
um, which could make him not play as good, essentially. Um, it's going to be, I, I think, a, again, a really good indication of where both teams are right now. And, and um, to answer your question directly, I don't know. I don't know if, if Dak can play better than Jalen Hurts or not. Um, depends if you get the good Dak, like last week, or the bad Dak uh, from the week before. Um, so that's, a, that's a, a good question. But I do think Dallas' defense will help Dak um, a lot. Well, speaking of the bad deck, like against the 49ers, what's happened to the 49ers? You know, that is a good question. Everybody thought, oh, the 49ers are going to run through the season and they're going to win the Super Bowl and nobody can touch them. And um, then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, um, they show a few weaknesses. And so some of that, I think, is um, teams getting um, more film on Brock Purdy and what they've had um, and being able to play him a little bit better. You know, he's started to make a few more mistakes than he has. Um, but I think I think just in general, it's uh, it's they're just starting to show a few more weaknesses. But I do think they can bounce back um, from those, and, and Kyle Shanahan is really good at, at, at making adjustments. But don't you think part of that, though, is Debo Samuel being out? That's That's been his go-to guy. That is, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's part of it. I mean, that's where you've seen George Kittle step up in some instances and some not. But, yeah, Debo is kind of a do-it-all guy, and that certainly, I think, affects affects their play and affects a comfort level for a young quarterback to know, hey, this is my mm-hmm. this is my security blanket. This is where I can go to when I need a first down. Okay, so you gave the percentage of, of Dallas and Philadelphia getting the playoffs. What are the percentages of Kansas City winning if Taylor Swift doesn't go to the games anymore? <laughs> I don't know that the analytics department has released that yet, but I think it's uh, according to whatever the media says out there, it's low. It's uh, Taylor Swift's not there. So, um, what happened? What happened to them over. last week? They were they were awful. They, they they went they go from really good. Now I know it's a seventeen game season, and you're going to have an awful game or two. But that they were they were awful on offense. They were very bad. Um, obviously, it was cold and windy in Denver, but. Kansas City is used to playing in cold and windy conditions yeah. in Kansas City, especially this time of year. So, yeah, that was really, uh, really perplexing to see Denver play as good as they did, Kansas City play as bad as they did, uh, just all around. Um, it was it was interesting. But again, to your point, Rick, it is a it is a long season, and sometimes you just you just don't have it for whatever reason. So they think, laid an egg. Yeah. Well, nobody's yeah, going. I don't, to think, I don't think Kansas City fans need to panic yet. They don't no. need to. No, nobody they need to do a GoFundMe to get Taylor Swift at every away game. <laughs> well, it would have to be a big GoFundMe because she's going to Europe on her tour. So, yeah, I, yeah, I get that, and uh, I, I wouldn't worry too much about them. Okay, so I have two more questions, and then Randy, it's all yours. The Las Ve- the Las Vegas Raiders fired their coach uh, the day after another bad performance. What did you think of making a decision at that time of the year for them? In fact, that's an NFL record. He's the only one that's been fired. Twice in midseason. Wow! Exactly in NFL history. Wow! You know, I, I talked to one of our players in the Raiders, and they said everybody kind of knew it was coming. They just were surprised that it happened like this. I mean, if you look, you know, Mark Davis did that previously. He fired, of course, Gruden got fired midseason. And what this is what's crazy: Rich Passaccia took over, took him to the playoffs. He didn't get the job, and I don't know. So I don't think like. Mark Pierce is thinking, I mean, Mark Davis is thinking Antonio Pierce might be our head coach if you're not going to do Basaccia, you know, so it's, yeah. it's weird timing a little bit. Um, but, I, yeah, I think he just knew, hey, we're not going. I mean, he wrote a essentially a $45 million check to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Mark, now, obviously, that's going to be offset with subject to offset, but still, at right now, that's what the amount is. Now, I heard this story. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. I'm trying to verify if it's true, but I heard, this was from a reporter, that Josh McDaniels for Halloween, the day after they lost, dressed up as Mark Davis and came to the facility no. and had a weird like Mark Davis. Oh my so gosh. How dumb Mark can Davis you be? Kind of, well, they said he originally thought it was funny, and Mark Davis apparently always gets P.F. Chang's on uh, Tuesdays. And so he ordered P.F. Chang's to give to Josh to carry around since he was looking like him. And then Josh opened the fortune cookie. And in there it said that he that Mark Davis had it specially made, and it said, you're fired, hot shot. Oh, now, that's, wow. That's oh what a reporter told gosh. me. So I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what that's what an actual reporter told me uh, oh off the record so far. So what a way to that, fire a coach. <laughs> if that's true, that's pretty epic, uh, epic firing, if that is true. 
What if it I went was... to the wrong person? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what is that supposed to go to the chef? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Josh says, hey, I don't like fortune cookies. You want this? I'll give it to his intern. Uh, oh, my gosh. Goodness. Well, okay, the next question is, and, and I don't know if this could actually work or not, but you sure suspect it. The heat is on at Michigan. Jim Harbaugh is denying this stuff, but supposedly they had a long-term contract for him, and they've balked at that. Do you think he could be the next coach of the Raiders? I'll say this. I mean, it, that wouldn't shock me at all. I mean, Harbaugh flirts with the NFL every single season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I think that's where his his true love is. You know, hey, I want to be I want to be in the NFL. Um, that wouldn't shock me at all. And as we've seen, NFL doesn't care anything about these college scandals. You know, Pete Carroll at USC, when they were going through it, yeah. he just leaves and goes to the Seahawks. And, that's right. You know. Nothing happens. USC gets suspended on probation for five years. And, you know, Seahawks don't care if you've seen it in basketball with Kelvin Sampson getting a ton of recruiting violations, leaves Oklahoma, yeah. goes to NBA, and then Houston yeah. hires him. So yeah. the, the professional ranks don't care anything about this. They don't care one iota about the, the That's why I'm thinking it could mm-hmm. happen. So I, I could absolutely see that as a possibility. Um, and, look, Mark Davis loves to make a big splash. He loves to go. That's why he got Josh McDaniels. He felt like that was a big name that everybody was talking about. So I could absolutely see that as a as a potential. Wow. Okay. Let, let me let me take care of a little bit of business here real quick because we also have some callers waiting. All right, Chris. The Bud Light Little Blue Book up to eight hundred and twenty nine dollars and sixty cents. By the way, my feelings got hurt listening to you talking to Justin. I appreciate your support of Washita Baptist, but you made him sound really special, that Airbnb and all this other stuff. But anyway, I won't bring my personal <laughs> feelings into it now that I know who you favor the most. But Hey, I didn't say anything. I didn't tell him that you were also going to be invited, Randy. So don't worry. I didn't, I didn't put that on the air yet. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, Chris. All right, Chris. Uh, the tiebreaker is a uh, number of Florida turnovers. Number of Florida turnovers. So, um, I think I'm going to go out on a limb here, guys. I I think there's some optimism. I think there's some excitement by the players with the offense. I think they're going to go back to up tempo. Um, I I think again, there's there's some pretty pretty uh, excited players, really and truly. And so, I'm going to say Arkansas pulls off the upset in the swamp. And I'm going to. This is like seems like crazy number considering what we've done. I'm going to say Arkansas wins 31-27. Um, and they're aided by two Florida turnovers. Two Florida turnovers. That's that. Hope you're right. Like it. All right, let's check in with Lewis. Lewis, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, how you doing, Randy? What's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, no, not much, not much. Hey, um, yeah, I had called uh, earlier. I was trying to catch Trey, but I called too late. But but um, I can actually discuss it with you guys, if you don't mind, also. Sure. Um, you know, everybody was talking about uh, Coach Pittman. And, uh, you know, well, not everybody, but some people are, you know, saying we need to get rid of it. And, you know, at first I kind of thought the same thing, but then I got to think. And um, I had this discussion with a friend of mine as well. If We absolutely don't need to get rid of him right now. And the reason I say that is because he hit on the defensive coordinator and, 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 the, and his staff. We have to give him a chance to hit on an offensive coordinator. And... I, you know, if I knew that Dan Enos had a had a um, uh, dual threat quarterback in the past when he was at Central Michigan, Sam had to know the same thing. So I think I think Dan Enos pulled the pulled the okey doke on him because you you know you got you said yourself several times that when you saw the spring game that they were they were they were they were running that type of offense. They were exciting, but exactly. But then when they got to the game. He, he decided to play it close to the vest for some strange reason. Lewis, hang on. I so, got to, I got to hit okay. a break. Hang on, please. Nope. All right, that's Rick Schaefer along with our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. 
factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. My congregation, the Pinnacle Church of Christ, just moved into its new building on one Shackleford Drive in Little Rock. As we like to say, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one Shackleford Drive. Can I tell you how excited we are to have this new facility to strengthen our community and how excited I am that only a few hundred yards away is the Double B's location on Markham and Shackleford. A Double B's right by our church. You need to come out and visit both of us. Double B's is an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. We are your neighbors because we are part of your community, not some faceless corporate entity thousands of miles away who don't know you. Double B's is here for you. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays. And DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer presents Bruce James every Tuesday morning this fall on Morning Mayhem. Bruce will break down each game, the opponent and the Razorback program, the only way he knows how, and that's with no punches pulled. Bruce James with David, Roger, and Justin on Morning Mayhem presented by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, your home for all commercial truck service and repair. Family owned and operated, keeping your fleet vehicles out of the shop and on the road. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, give them a call at 568-2185. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is shepherd's pie for only $7.49 per pound with Edwards Signature Peach Cobbler for $5.49 per pound. This is Pat Bradley. Tune in every Tuesday when I join Justin and Wes in the zone. Brought to you by River City Flooring. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com, RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by NFL agent and guru Chris Turnage. With First Security Bank, there is strength in our numbers. Over $7 billion in assets. 75-plus locations, banks, mortgages, investments, trust and wealth management, public finance, 900-plus employees, and 96-plus ATMs. And you have the security in knowing that wherever you are, you can always bank better with First Security Online and Mobile banking. It's convenient. It's secure. Now get started online by going to fsbank.com. Click on the enroll link and then just simply follow the steps and you will be in business. And don't forget the mobile check deposit. You can skip a trip to the bank. Deposit checks for free on iPhone, iPad, and Android. That's First Security Bank. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Once again, joined by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. I'm Randy Rainwater. Let us check back in with Lewis. Lewis, thank you for holding. Welcome back. Thank you for letting me hold. And, and I'll, I'll be quick so I won't take up Chris's time. But, uh, but as I was saying, we can't get rid of him right now. 
And don't don't they have a, um, a top fifteen class right now in recruiting? I think number eighteen, I think, to be precise. 18. Okay, so top twenty. So yes, ma'am. Yeah, and, yes, I mean, sir. so obviously he has some really good recruiters, and we we have to give him a chance to go out and and you know see if he can find some offensive linemen in, in the transfer portal. I think he concentrated so much on the, on getting the defense right that he forgot about the offensive line. Hmm. <laughs> that seems to be obvious. Yes. Yeah. Are they over so, over analyzed or overrated uh, what they thought they had? Exactly. So so we we just have to give him give him a chance. I think sometimes we get way too impatient. Uh, he's he's a good coach. Um, yeah, he he makes mistakes. We all do. We all do. But. Exactly, and so we have to give them a chance to correct those mistakes and and fix the fix the offense. And, and if he does that, um, you know, I, I think we'll be be okay. So I don't think we need to get rid of him right now. And, and I just wanted to get y'all's comments on that. And then, if, if you don't mind, I would like to give him a little blue book for the sure. first time this year. Let's do it, Lewis. All right, let me get uh, Arkansas thirty-one. I'm picking an upset like Chris. I'm, I'm picking thirty-one. To twenty-one, Arkansas, and two turnovers. Two turnovers. It is. You All are right. good, Lewis. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Y'all have, have a great day. Thank you, buddy. You too. You know, Chris, in uh, the complicated world of contracts, it is amazing with the way that Hunter Yurchek, the structured, uh, the contract of Sam Pittman. And, Rick, you can jump in here because I, I may be fuzzy on the number of victories, but I think he only needs like one or two more yeah, victories nine. to make the difference of like $6 million. No, $12 million. At $12 million, okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if, he, if, he, if he has a 500 record over the last three years or better, and if he wins one more game, even if they lost three, they'd be 18 and 17 over that period. Then he gets if they fired him, they get the full bailout, which is going to be about twenty five million. If he's under five hundred, it's half, which would be twelve and a half million. Have you ever written that, as have, I read that? Yeah, have you ever written contracts like that before, Chris? You know, it's certainly a little rare, um, but it was kind of a unique situation where Arkansas was coming out of. You had a first time, you know, guy that wanted to be a head coach. He's willing to kind of put his money where his mouth is. Um, Certainly, I've had contracts where, um, you know, if the winning percentage is, is a certain amount after, you know, the first, after a buyout after the first two years or whatever, it's more or less. Certainly, those are those are some similarities there. But again, it's a little bit unique just because of uh, the scenario on both sides. Frankly, uh, the scenario of Pittman that he was willing to to almost do anything and take a take a more of an incentive laid contract, and then the Razorbacks certainly were, you know, coming out of a, a bad time, and so. Hunter Yurchek has been on record saying he doesn't believe in in uh, trying to do all these huge buyouts guaranteed, you know, from day one and those kind of things. So I think it was two unique situations that came together that it does make for a unique contract. Very much so. Let's talk. No, she sent me a text. I didn't know if she would still hold or not. Uh, Will Levis, I think, certainly for one game, silence some critics who questioned whether or not he could be a National Football League quarterback. But he's got the task tonight of going up against a good Steeler defense. Uh, how quickly can defenses uh, pick up on a rookie, particularly a rookie who had a very strong first game? He threw for four touchdowns in his last outing. Uh, how quickly... Chris, can these defenses adjust to a new quarterback like that? You know, it's usually pretty tough to get a ton of, like, scouting work. You'll go back to his college tape and those kind of things after one game. But what I would tell you is Mike Tomlin has a phenomenal record against uh, rookie quarterbacks. And generally when you see teams have success defensively early on against a rookie quarterback, they're throwing some blitzes, some different things that the quarterback hasn't seen. They do typically some movement at the line of scrimmage to try to confuse the quarterback into calling the wrong audible if, if that you know if that quarterback is even given the, the freedom to call an audible. So I think you'll see the, the Pittsburgh Steelers be pretty aggressive defensively tonight, um, you know, bring some different blitzes that uh, maybe will try to confuse Levis. So 
Um, he had an absolutely outstanding debut. If he comes back this week and has another good game, then all of a sudden Titans start to build a little momentum and looks like then from the critics will start saying, hey, maybe they hit on Levis, even though after missing on Malik Willis the year before. Traylon Burks was here for the last home game. Is he is he hurt? Is he well? What's his status with the Titans? So he has been hurt. He was he was healthy last week, but uh, held without a single catch. And so, okay. but he did play. There is, uh, yeah, and okay. there there is some there is some rumblings and some consternation a little bit amongst the the Titans fans and and you know I think front office a little bit to just say hey this guy was our first round pick like he needs to he needs to kind of step up. Granted, he's been hurt some, but. Um, I think there's there's some rumblings, with, mainly amongst the fans, which I know doesn't count for much. Um, but you hate to, if you're the Titans, um, if, if Traylon Burks doesn't pan out, and I'm not saying he's not, I think he absolutely still has a chance to. We're talking here too, um, but that would be pretty devastating for Titans. You you if you miss on a first round pick, and then you miss on Malik Willis in the second round or third round, whatever it was uh, at quarterback that year. Uh, that's a tough draft class then at that point. And by no means, I want to be very clear, by no means, by saying it's done and he should be done or anything like that, um, I know they want to see him start producing. Especially with A.J. Brown ripping and roaring with Philadelphia. Yeah, absolutely. They made that trade on draft day, if you remember. They thought mm-hmm. Traylon Burks could replace A.J. Brown and be the same type player. And certainly he still can and has it all in front of him. Um, so you're exactly right, Randy. If it doesn't pan out, they're going to look pretty foolish given what A.J. Brown is doing. They didn't want to pay the tab on Brown and right. uh, got down to, to money, dollars and cents, but they basically gave him away to Philly, as they typically do. Well, and Mike Brable was not on board with that, by the way. That's why you saw their general manager get fired last year because it was the GM who pulled that trigger, and Mike Brable was adamantly against it. Um and in fact, if you were watching uh, the live feed from Titans draft room, their war room, you see Mike Rabel walk out of the room <laughs> basically when that trade was announced. Uh, he was not happy and then come back in. So, uh, interesting dynamic there. Is uh, Washington just basically throwing in the towel? They get rid of Sweat and Young all in the right the trade deadline, or are they just kind of saying, "Okay, this season's over." You know, it certainly appears that way. I mean, Washington had one of the better D-lines in the NFL, and then you trade those two guys. Um, it certainly looks like they're saying, hey, we've got too much of an uphill climb. Given given the Cowboys and the Eagles in our division, uh, we're not in a weak division where we could slide in at, you know, 500 or something. Uh, so it certainly looks like that, and I, I wouldn't be shocked to see, to see Rivera gone at the end of the season and that be one of the jobs that's open. Was that not a stupid trade? On the other hand, it's like, why did uh, Chicago, who's pitiful, make the trade for Sweat, knowing that at best he could be a rental player for just the next couple of games? Yeah, I mean, my only thought there is they got to believe they can get a long-term deal done with them and then start building for next year, because I agree with you. Otherwise, it's a, it's a really stupid trade if they don't. Chris? Thank you, my friend. That is our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. Certified fellowship trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or